Roy Tarcaso is here, and uh, Milt had referred to the unchurched. I just want to take you uh, backstage, behind the scenes of what has been uh, called the Washington tax case. <clears throat> I was in practice at that time, but not being a big litigator, I stayed in the background, and uh, and we got some of the uh, distinguished members of the bar to volunteer to carry the the trial. But I was the only one in that group who really knew the inner workings of the society. Well, the case was lost before we got into court because the District of Columbia at that time had a separate tax court and one judge who sat at that court and he was a, a professed Catholic and he practically telegraphed us in advance that we didn't stand a chance. Nevertheless, we had a case and uh, we had to develop a strategy so that the case would, uh, would uh, be a solid case on appeal. So we did what lawyers call, we played to the appellate court while we were in the trial court. But we had to uh, organize the, the order of the witnesses. And uh, it seemed natural for the leaders, particularly the New York Society, Horace Fries, who was the, the scholar of the society, Jerry Nathan, who was the big spokesman, Al Black, who carried certain other specialties. The only problem was, as I saw it, that not one of the leaders would give the same definition of what ethical culture was. <laughs> and it would be playing right into the hands of that prejudiced judge. So what to do? Well, I huddled with Mac, who uh, was my comrade in arms at that time, and I said, Mac, you've got to get up to the Library of Congress and get out every directory of religions, every catalog of religions, every encyclopedia of religions, and go and look to see whether the ethical culture was included there. And lo and behold, every one of these uh, well-thought-of uh, directories, including the Encyclopedia Britannica. Well, there were so many that Mac couldn't handle it all. So I got the idea of borrowing a dolly from the Library of Congress and subpoenaing all those books and making a dramatic entrance <laughs> into the courthouse that dolly with all these directories piled one on top of the other. And uh, the trial lawyers just picked up the first and said, exhibit one, and he gave the title, page so-and-so, column so, and he read the, the insertion. Ethical culture found that so-and-so, et cetera, et cetera. Each one described another way, but here was a, 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 an objective source that you couldn't quarrel with. And uh, that uh, Washington tax case uh, was decided on appeal by Justice Berger, who handed down the decision as 
that made the whole conscientious objector, uh, objection movement feasible. I, I also want to say one thing for those of you who weren't around at the time about the case he's talking about, the Washington Ethical Society case. What it really did is it established, we, we were around 75 years, fortunately, so we, had, we were in all those books, but it established in, in law in the United States that uh, ethics is a religion. Ethics was a sufficient basis for religion because religion, you know, religions of the world are divided between those which are based on principles, Buddhism, Confucianism, ethical culture, and those that are based on worship of a, of a supernatural deity. And only that type had been recognized in law. And thanks to that landmark case, uh, ethics as a religion is now accepted. And that's quite, it was quite different from Roy Tercasso's case. Many of us know the Tercasso case, and to know that there is really a Roy Tercasso uh, is, a, is a pleasure, and I really appreciate you being here tonight. It was a very important piece. Very, they did. They did. Great. Now, Bob.